0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Absolute
1: sports betting degeneracy. Hey,
2: everybody. Arch here, and it's just Rich and I. We're going to talk about some fantasy golf. What's going on,
1: Rich? Just looking to rebound from last week, you know, five out of six made the cut on my squad. And usually when you get five out of six, you have a chance to cash at the end of the week. But none of my guys really showed up. Only one really on Saturday and Sunday. That was Tony Finau. Everybody else kind of, I guess, was enjoying the San Francisco cuisine and skyline and wasn't really focused on trying to get the to the winner circle. So, was disappointed by not cashing. It's the first time I, in uh, I think the last 4 tournaments I didn't cash. But we'll get back on the winning track hopefully this week. Same boat, man, same boat. I had one guy
2: miss the cut using your list and still couldn't finish in the money. Yeah, that's usually that's
1: 5 out of 6 usually will get you at least in the money in the top 50%, but you know, it was just a strange week last week. And the funny thing is, you know, we had a lot of the guys rank pretty high on our list in the top ten, I mean, the winner Colin Kawa was ranked number seven on yeah. our list. Tony Finau ranked number six on our list. Paul Casey, the second place finisher, number number seventeen on our list. So it's not like we weren't sniffing around. We just didn't uh, put the right combination in. We didn't turn left, turn right, and turn left in the in, in the right sequence. So what's the answer here? I mean.
2: Are are you uh, reevaluating, or you still you still think you're on the right path? We just didn't put the right combinations of players together.
1: Oh uh, no, it's just a combination thing. If you look if you look at the um, the leaderboard on DraftKings or on FanDuel, you'll notice a lot of times the people at the top they'll it'll be their name you know like Kleenex user, and then in parentheses it'll say like 67 or something like that, mm-hmm. and, and that tells you that's si- the 67th sheet that 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 person put in so and that's the number that you know so if they put in 67 they may have 167 so i I think it's just a matter it's a function of trying to put together as many possible combinations so that you hit the right one so it's kind of like trying to pick a lock
2: yeah
1: okay so maybe what we should do is craft like a, a pool (laughs) and put everybody's money together and instead of putting in one or two teams we can put in a hundred for everybody and then uh split the split the winnings because last week was a week we could have definitely put together a rock solid team been competitive until the very end And, and i find in my rankings that this happens every week to me it's just a matter of putting the right six golfers together. And, you know, when you have 160 people playing in a field, you know, those possibilities are 166 times 165 times 164. So the the possible combinations are endless. Um, But, of course, it is kind of – reduced by the the salary cap so yeah it's not yeah. a limitless combination but it's still a pretty big number of possibilities that's
2: that's me when i play mega millions man i'm always like well wow, i got three out of six just just almost had the right combination
1: You know, the first big one that they had in Illinois, I don't know, like 25 years ago, a bunch of friends and I put money in together and we, I think we ended up getting four out of six. So we won like 200 bucks or something like that, but we probably put $200 into it and everybody got the, you know, basically their money back. But on the two that we missed, we were literally off by one number on both. Oh, wow. So I don't know if I should have been happy about that or mad about that. I I kind of felt, kind of felt disappointing to be honest with you. Yeah.
2: I can see that. Yeah. All right, so what are we looking at? We won't yeah. get disappointed this week. Yeah, golf. yeah, what
1: are we looking at this week? So they're playing in South Carolina uh, North Carolina at the Sedgefield Country Club in Greensboro, North Carolina, and this is a short course by professional standards. It's a 7,131 yards, par 70, and it's going to be a birdie fest. It's going to be, you know, this is going to be a, essentially like the golf version of an NBA All-Star game. Birdie, 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 birdie. I think the, the winner is usually somewhere around minus 20. And the top of the leaderboard is always packed. And it's one of those tournaments where just about really anybody can win. So looking at the metrics from previous tournaments at the Sedgefield Country Club, it's, um, you're not really going to get lost off the tee. So, you know, off the tee is very important in any tournament. You don't want to put the ball in the sand if you don't want to. And accuracy, because it's a scorer's course, accuracy is going to be key because you're going to want to put the ball, you know, if the right place to put the ball is on the right side of the fairway so that you can attack the pin, you're going to want to put it on the right side of the fairway. And so off the tee, accuracy is going to be important in this tournament. But the most important scoring metric is probably going to be approach to the green. So most of the guys are going to put the ball in the fairway here. It's a pretty open course. It's a short course. So they're going to be able to control which club they want to use off the tee. They're not going to be driver dependent. And so approaching the green is going to be huge. Guys who put that second shot on the green. I don't know about you, if if you golf, Arch, but when I golf, sometimes I'll hit a beautiful drive down the middle. I I hit sometimes over 300 yards. I'll be 100 yards out expecting that I'm going to birdie this hole. I'm going to eat it up. And on that second shot, I dig the club in behind the golf ball and it goes about seven inches. So (laughs) first shot, 300 yards, second shot, seven inches. Yeah, you lost me with fairway. (laughs) Yeah, well, that happens sometimes. Usually I'm in the other fairway. To the right, most often, but yeah. So it's going to be a scoring fest for sure. So the things that I'm focused on this week are looking at guys that have the the best off the tee strokes gained, but weighting it towards approaching the green. And then also because it's a uh, it's likely going to be a minus three, minus four, somewhere around there, maybe minus five, cut line. So you're going to have to look for players. That, that make birdies. The top player in the field in terms of birdies um, per, per 72 holes, so that would be if they make all four rounds, is Webb Simpson, followed by Patrick Reed. And then there's a couple of um, – there's a, a potential really low-priced guy. His name is uh, Ann Raban Lahiri, I, if he's listening, I'm sorry if I butchered that, but you would butcher my last name, so we're even. Uh, he's birding about um 17 times for 72 holes. So he's only sixty one hundred dollars. I don't know much about him. He doesn't um you know he underperformed last time out. He's played pretty well in terms of um His birding ability. So that's a guy at $6,100. You might be able to start your lineup around and then build up to some of the bigger guys. So if you want to put a Webb Simpson in a Patrick Reed on your team, you're going to need to have some cheap guys. Uh, Another cheap guy you can consider is Xing Zheng Zhang. He's $6,900. I have him rated in this field, um, I think fourth or fifth in terms of birdies per 18 holes. Uh, he's only sixty nine hundred dollars so those are two cheap names that you might think about starting your lineup with of the big names. I would lean towards Webb Simpson and Patrick Reed over a guy like Brooks Kepka or uh Jordan Spieth because they 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 get more birdies for sure, and Brooks Kepka seems like he's injured, so if you notice the last couple tournaments. He's had like one really good round followed by a couple mediocre or decent rounds, but he's also thrown in a bad round. And if you were watching the PGA, you saw at one point during the tournament, his trainer, his personal trainer was with them, stretching him out and stuff. And oh, if that's not, not good. Yeah. If you're not ready to, I mean, if you're in the middle of a round and you're not loose by the ninth or 10th hole, something's not right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Whew,
1: okay. Yeah, so I would lean more towards Webb Simpson and Patrick Reed this week. But the guy I'm really focusing my lineup around is Sunjay Im. See that? You've got him ranked number two. Yeah, this is a kid. I don't think he's – I think he's like 22, 23 years old. This is a kid – I don't know if he does anything but play golf. I think this guy, literally, golf is his life. He's in every single tournament, week after week after week after week. And you know that sort of drive I, I admire, but he's a birdie machine too. And in these and like in, in this type of tournament in DraftKings and so forth, you get you get additional points for a birdie. So let's say, for example, um a player goes par, par, he's even par, and I get another player goes birdie bogey. The player who goes birdie bogey, even though they're both par, is going to score more points. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So you want, especially in this tournament, guys who are going to definitely hit a lot of birdies and maybe some Eagles too. So I'm centering my lineup around Sanjay M. And then I'm going to put one of those top players. So you, I don't know if you've posted it yet, but you'll see on my team I picked Patrick Reed simply because he's $500 less than Webb Simpson. And he's played well there. Um I was deciding between Harold Varner third and Doc Redman on my team. At first, I put in Doc Redman, but I look back at past performance. He's missed the cut there the last two times, whereas uh, Varner has made the cut uh, the last two times. So he's played pretty well at that tournament. Doc Redman has a little bit more points to make up from his typical uh, scoring average. But I do like um, players that have a track record of success at a particular course. So I, I took Varner in that spot.
2: Okay. So if somebody's on the fence looking at your list, so they just go over to the PGA site and just look, see about made the cut. You think that's just a good stat to look at or no?
1: Yeah. So you can, so what I like to do is you, you if you go to PGA yeah. and then they have a, a link at the top of the page for schedule, Mm-hmm. If you click on schedule, you have to page down to find the, the uh, tournament. And this year, considering how everything's been kind of detoured, you know, it's been the Jerry Garcia Grateful Dead uh, sports year of a, what a long, strange trip it's yeah. been. <laughs> you know shit. <clears throat> yeah, so if you page down, you'll find that tournament. So you, if you page down to August, you'll find the Wyndham. And what I like to do is when you click on that tournament, at the very top in the, in the menu bar, you'll see history. So I don't pick champions. I pick past results. And when you click on past results, it'll open up last year's tournament. And then you can go back however many years. One thing that they have of note, there's like a little toggle switch. One says par, one says total score. Um, total score gives you the number of strokes that they took. Hmm. And to par, that's the number I focus on. So it'll show you last year, J.T. poston won at minus 22. Webb Simpson uh, was second at minus 21. Yeah, I see that. Okay, I'm, I'm tracking now. Yeah, so you can see that this, this is a tournament where guys are going to score. And that's why you really want to focus on people who have um, performed uh, really well at this place and have a history of making birdies. So making the cut, performing well at this particular tournament, and birdie machines. That's my focus. Okay. And of course, I don't know if you have or if you haven't, but you'll be able to see the full rankings on absolute degeneracy pretty quickly, along with my sheet of integrity. Oh, it's there. We're looking at it right now. Everyone's watching the videos so looking at it, right? All right, perfect. So you can play the same exact lineup you want in FanDuel, just not in DraftKings. <laughs> just, just don't enter
2: the tournaments you're in. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's it. I'm in a $25 tournament. I, you know, I'm, I'm forever going to live by what my friend's father told me. If you're, it's your day to get lucky, make sure you get paid. Okay. I like it.
2: So, you gave us the values. You gave us who you think is going to win. Is there anything else you need to tell us?
1: That's about it. You just watch the show, have a good time, and you know, make sure you focus on golfers that you think can be minus three, minus four after uh, Friday. And um, of course, if you have any questions, just post something on the website. And uh... yeah, we may have lost Rich for a second. Yeah,
2: just post something on the website, and Rich is around. He'll see it. He'll grab it, and he'll let you know. Am I back? You're back now.
1: Oh, I, I thought I fell into the proverbial absolute
2: degeneracy well. Yeah, well, once you once you fall in, you never get out. Like Chilean uh, camper, huh? Yeah, exactly. All right, Rich. Good to know. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be making plays again. I posted it last week. You said it looked good. Didn't turn out. didn't turn out I was didn't, didn't I was, 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 was humoring you. Oh, thank you, thank you, Rich. <laughs> nah, you know, before the
1: tournament, they all look good, man. Uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you later, Rich. All right, Arch, have a great day. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas?